You are now in tune to a 726 studio production. <laughs> yeah, let me stop my shit. Yo, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Planet Josh. As always, thank you for taking the time out to listen to this new episode, and I hope you're doing well while you're doing so. So in a previous episode, I had already given you guys like an idea of what to expect in this one. And that is just me basically talking about graduating and kind of reflecting on the four years here at Ming Chuan University. But before I get into the whole reflection about the whole four years, let's just talk about graduation in itself. So yeah, you know, graduation is basically you completing your studies at whatever educational level. And it's usually topped off with a graduation ceremony, which is you receiving your diploma, or in most cases, just the diploma case. And then, um, you know, people getting recognized for different awards, different accomplishments, whether it's academic or extracurricular, whatever it may be. And, you know, back home, we know it as each and every person goes up one by one. You get your name called out. You get your moment up there. You know, you get that little you time up there. However, what I've noticed in you know, like Taiwanese culture and based on what my Taiwanese friends have told me and, you know, other people have told me based on their graduation, it's like Taiwanese don't see graduation as that big of a thing. Like, you know, they don't get crazy about it the way we do where it's like, you know, people will go out, get fancy dresses for the ladies, look nice, you know, do your hair, do your nails, do everything. Uh, Guys are going to go out, maybe have a nice suit under the gown and all that. You know, all that crazy stuff. Not crazy stuff, all that fancy stuff. However, here, if you just look at a lot of students, sure, some people might have on like a, you know, long sleeve shirt underneath the gown, a dress pants. It's very rare. But there are a handful of Taiwanese that I've seen dressed like that. But a lot of them is just like jeans, you know, sneakers, even short pants for guys, Um, maybe just like sweatpants, just something very comfy, something super casual. And it's like, whatever. So yeah, so thanks to COVID cases being crazy as they are here in Taiwan, I don't even know what they are these days. Like after I caught it, it's like, okay, to hell with COVID, I don't really care anymore. Like I stopped tracing the numbers. Plus like, what can I do by looking at the numbers every day, you know? So because the numbers were high, my school decided, okay, we're going to do online. Then they decided we're going to do like this hybrid where it's like online, but not online, if that makes sense. And to be honest with you, I personally think like it didn't make any sense, but it is what it is. So when I say it's like a hybrid, it's like, okay, you don't have to come to school. It's not mandatory. You can stay at home. You can watch the stream. You can sign into Microsoft Teams, watch it there. Hell, if you don't even want to sign into Microsoft Teams, you can just watch it on the YouTube live stream. And yeah, that's our graduation. However, there was the option for those that would want to come to school and, you know, kind of spend the graduation with classmates. They had the opportunity to come and there was a designated classroom for each different class. And you sit in there with each other, you watch the graduation, you know, make it seem kind of normal in a sense. So some people did that, but me, I live right here at school, right? But I wasn't going to go downstairs, sit in a room with my mask on most of the time. Whereas I just chilled in my room, took my time getting ready and Afterwards, I went down to take pictures with my classmates and friends that were around. So another point on graduations here in Taiwan, 
I've noticed like you don't, like I said, you don't get that individual moment where you walk up and it's like, yeah, Joshua Vernon. You go up, they shake your hand and all that. It doesn't happen. So for me, it was like when they canceled the graduation, it was like whatever because it's not like, you know, you were just going to be there sitting, watching people talk and that was pretty much it. So to me, it's like you're not missing out on much. The biggest part of it would have just been taking pictures with classmates and friends at the end of the day. And that's what I did. However, not everyone saw it like that. You know, like some people were, you know, they were deeply disturbed about it. And you're allowed to be upset about it. I mean, hell, like I said, in my opinion, the decision to do graduation the way they did it was kind of stupid. But at the same time, that's the decision they made. And I had to live with it. Like, it's out of my control. And like I always say, worry about the things you can't control. Because those other things, you're only going to get worked up for no reason. So now, like, there was this one in-person graduation. But like I said, it was the same thing of you just sitting there and it was being... You're just there. And that was specifically designated for, like, students from different departments that were either like the top academically or they got a specific award, which was that of like perfect attendance, which in itself is like oh, perfect attendance. Why is that an award? You know, and that's a whole other mess. I don't even want to get into it because like most of the people that got perfect attendance on my class were students that came on a two plus two program. So they only did two years here in Taiwan. And during their two years, like maybe a total of a whole semester, they were online anyway. So it's like, eh. Does it really count as perfect attendance? But to me, I'm like, it's whatever, it's whatever. I did get an extracurricular award for being on the department basketball team, but that's just a certificate that's probably going to be thrown around somewhere, whether it's here in Taiwan or if I take it back home, it's going to be thrown all over the place in my room. I don't even know. I don't even care. But yeah, so when the school decided to have its, you know, one in-person graduation just for like those that were getting awards plus i mean like i said we weren't gonna get called up individually anyways so that makes it even easier for me to accept the online graduation so now moving on because enough about graduation it's not about the destination it's all about the journey and let's be honest the journey was pretty fast you know when you consider it being four years Prior to coming to Taiwan, when I heard four years, it's like, damn, these four years are going to be forever because, well, of course, I've never left Belize for more than, what, two months. That was like the longest I've ever been out of the country, which was when I was a kid and I was in the States for vacation. I was at family, you know, you know, you're moving around, but that's just vacation. It's not the same when it's like, damn, I got to be away from home. Of course. I had the opportunity to visit home in summer of 2019 and winter break of 2020 before COVID started. So it's not been 100% four years here in Taiwan, but the vast majority have been here. And what, the past two years and a quarter or thereabout, I've been in the, in the country of Taiwan. I've not, you know, I haven't even been outside of Taipei that much besides taking a trip to Ilan going to Taichung for like one weekend, going to Tainan, but I was just mostly for basketball. But yeah, so it is what it is. 
So anyways, enough about all of that. Let's talk about the four year journey. So I get to Taiwan in 2018, August of 2018. And for those of you that have listened to the podcast, you've already heard some of the things I might say throughout this because, well, I had a whole story about Taiwan in like one of my first episodes. So and for those of you that are new to the podcast, go ahead and check that out. It's like episode three or four, somewhere there about. I'm not 100 percent sure. We're in the 40s now. It's kind of hard for me to remember the exact number of an episode, you know. But anyway, so we get here the very first day. They put us in a hostel. Outside looked very sketchy. I'm like, what the hell? What's going on here? We go downstairs. The hostel looks pretty good. It's like, okay, I can work with this. And then, you know, you expect to be tired from such a long ass journey, but you're not. And well, it's daytime now, so let's just do something. And then, well, you know, my school was nearby, so we decided to, you know, let's go check it out. And we came here and we checked it out. We walked up those stairs because, well, of course, if you never know, like if you don't know where you're going, how can you take an elevator to what floor? You know, the best thing is just walk the stairs and go until they end. And that's when you know. So we go all the way to the top, willingly walking these stairs now. I don't know why, what kind of energy we had, because now four years later, it's like when I leave these dorms, like, you know, when I move out of these dorms, I will not be missing these stairs. Now, of course, I know how to use the elevators now. I know where the elevators will take me. But you still got to take one long ass tear walk all the way up to get to the first elevator. And it's like, damn, every time, every single time I'm telling you, every time I get to the top of those tears, I'm just there breathing. I'm out of breath. I'm dying. And I'm not the only one, you know, like me and all of my friends, me and everyone that I know is like, damn. But then at the same time. Sometimes I come up with different, like, you know, random Taiwanese students that live at the dorm or are coming up. And when we get into the elevator, I hear no breathing from them. And I feel so stupid just being there, like, (sighs) dying. You know, I'm just panting. I'm just, yeah, I'm struggling because I don't know why. And so, yeah, I will not miss you stairs sincerely. Like, I mean it. So now when I came to Taiwan, like, The only Asian people I've ever interacted with were like, you know, the Asians that are back home, which are mostly just Chinese and Taiwanese, if I'm not mistaken. When I came to Taiwan, I met, you know, I interacted for the very first time with someone from Japan, someone from Indonesia, someone from Thailand, you know, from these many different countries in Asia, Southeast Asia specifically. And also, you know, I've met people from different parts of the world, people from South America, people from parts of Africa, people from Europe. And it's been pretty nice, you know, like being able to meet people from different countries, different backgrounds, all here with the same purpose of studying. And honestly, that has been the biggest benefit from these four years, you know, like I'll be brutally honest with you guys, like. Because I transferred my credits from the University of Belize, I wasn't, you know, my first year or so was pretty laid back. It was super chill because I didn't really have to take a lot of required courses because, well, like I said, I transferred them. And so I just had to find random courses to fill up because you have to take a minimum of 12 credits every semester. So like my first year or so in Taiwan was pretty chill on the school side of things. 
I got to just relax and, you know, it made the transition feel way easier because I'm not overwhelmed with work. I'm not stressed out from schoolwork. I'm just here, just chilling. I do my schoolwork that I have to do for other classes, but the workload isn't insane. And, you know, I get to just, just vibe, you know? And so in that first year, like I said, I got to meet a lot of people. I got to get into basketball again. I mean, prior to leaving Belize, I started playing ball again a little bit, but not as much. But here I started to get into it more and more. I never got to a crazy obsession with it anymore. But hey, it was good to be, you know, just playing basketball again, where it's three on three at the courts or here at the school tournaments. It was a good vibe. And so the first year was pretty good. All in all, the hardest thing low key was adjusting to the weather and the air quality, of course, because like winter in Taiwan isn't necessarily considered to be cold to people that come from cold places. But for someone like myself, winter in Taiwan is freezing. Now, it has gradually gotten warmer every winter. Shout out global warming. But like the first year was like, damn. I am freezing. And I guess it was mostly because I didn't have the right clothes. I didn't have a thick enough blanket. And yeah, I suffered one time in the dorm. Like, I would just be in the bed, wrapped up, hoodie on, sweats on, socks on, everything. And I'm still cold because, like I said, my blanket wasn't warm enough. So that was tough. But I've grown to enjoy the winter here in Taiwan. I've grown to, you know, know how to manage with it. And, you know, I've adjusted to it well. And when I do get back to Belize, I don't know when that is exactly, how long will it be, but I'm going to hiking miss having these winter breaks, you know, where it's cold and nice and I need to wear at least a hoodie or more versus in Belize, I'm going to be out there sweating. I'm going to get sunburnt. I'm going to go to the sea, of course, and get even more sunburnt, but it is what it is. That's still home. I miss it. I can't wait to be back home at some point in the near future pretty soon, you know. But yeah, that's not the whole point of this podcast. Moving on to year two, you know, things were still good. This was all pre-COVID, of course. And so like, you know, like I said, I got the chance to go home two times. I went home after the first year and then I went home a semester again after that. No, I went home the semester I stayed in Taiwan for one more semester than I went home. Like, the reason I'm saying all this because it felt like as if I was saying I went home for a whole semester, but I didn't. So I went home the winter break before COVID started. That was nice. And then COVID kind of fucked up everything else from there on. I've been unfortunate to not travel outside of Taiwan in terms of, you know, visiting different Asian countries. When I got to Taiwan, the plan was like, okay, I'm here. I'm nearby all these countries, you know. I got to make the most of the time. And because I'm here, traveling to these different countries is going to be fairly cheap, you know, because it's not the same as coming all the way from Belize for sure. I was like, okay, I got to go to Japan. I want to check out the Philippines, maybe a place like um, Vietnam, you know, all these different places. But I've never had the chance to go to any because, well, one, my first winter break, my freshman year was like, I'm getting adjusted. I'm not going to be traveling around. I'm chill. I'm just good right here in Taiwan. You know, I'm still just trying to get my footing. I'm still just trying to figure it all out. Then the summer, I was like, okay, I got to go home. 
for this summer. That was always my plan, you know, go home the first summer and then just, you know, go home again until the end. And, well, you know, things changed. My dad passed away. Rest in peace. Um, And that's what made me want to go home again the following winter break when I could have stayed in Taiwan, traveled to maybe Japan, experienced some snow because I've never seen snow in my life. And, you know, but things happen. And like they say, things happen for a reason. And so, you know, I'm not going to question anything. I'm just living life, accepting things however they are, you know. Moving on through the years, you know, not much has really changed besides getting older, you know, getting more adjusted to Taiwan, accepting it as a second home in a sense, you know, because everything just starts coming to you naturally. I mean, besides the language, of course, which is the greatest struggle I have, because recently I've been thinking about it. Learning a language isn't my thing. Like, I've never learned any languages in my life. Like, I can understand Spanish here and there. I can make sense out of a conversation. I can kind of reply depending on what it is as well. But I'm not able to just go to a Spanish country and just like, Hola, como estas? Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. And, you know, just keep it flowing and keep it going. No, I'm not capable of doing that. And so I'm like, damn, the only thing I know in my life is English and Creole. And Creole is just bad English when we really think about it. So, like, the very little Chinese I know is, is cool and what's not, but I want to get to a point where it's like, I can go around anywhere in Taiwan and it's like, I don't have any fear of meeting someone where it's like, they don't know English, I don't know Chinese. And so that's the goal here. Whether or not it happens, we'll see. But I'll try my best to learn some Chinese, not learn some, to learn Chinese, you know. But it's hard when you're not someone that's used to learning languages. It is a challenge in itself. But just give me time. I'll figure it out. All in all, you know, it has been a great journey. Through the ups and downs, the arguments with whoever it may be, disagreements, not talking to people, reconciling. You know, life is just filled with ups and downs. There's nothing we can do to, you know, fully avoid them. That's just the honest truth. And because, you know, sometimes we feel like, okay, if we just avoid people on a whole, life will be smooth. It might seem that way, I guess. But at some point in time, it won't either, you know. It like, you know, if that's making any kind of sense to you guys. One thing I've learned greatly here is how to react to different situations. I cannot allow myself to get caught up in something that will only get me mentally drained, something that will get me worked up, something that can even cause me some type of, you know, ailments down the road based on my reaction. But before this episode is all said and done, before it's all wrapped up, I want to say, you know what, shout out to my classmates that I interact with because there are a lot of them that I probably only ever said a word or two to them and it's fine you know it's okay shout out to the ones that i actually talk to the ones that i've worked with in groups that actually get their work done because my god people are frustrating to work with but that is what it is i'm already done with school so i don't have to worry about that shit anymore um shout out to my friends people i consider to be friends they might fall into the category of classmates as well but you know, the friends label is different, you know, appreciate you guys through the whole four years or whenever we started becoming friends. Um, you guys know who you are. Um, shout out to 
my project managers through the years, you know. Um, shout out to the professors, the the ones that are real, the ones that are chill. Oh man, shout out to my thesis group because you know, if we didn't get thesis done, we wouldn't be able to graduate. You know, all those Saturdays we we met up, whether it's to get work done or literally not do shit. <laughs> I mean, we sacrificed a lot of Saturdays, but it was a lot of socializing, a lot of get getting to know each other better type shit. Um, until Francis decided to leave us to go to France, but yeah, fr- shout out to Denise, Fofi, and like I said, Francis. Um, we got our shit done. We did a pretty good job, if I must say, patting ourselves on the back, you know, pat, pat. But it was a good time. It gave me something to, you know, like I knew what I was going to do every Saturday. And whether it's us actually getting work done or just us being some bums and being lazy and just watching videos. All in all, it was a good vibe. I missed it, to be honest. It, it, it was a good, good time. But appreciate y'all. So shout out to all of you. Shout out to who else? My team. You guys pissed me off a lot. I'll be honest through the years. Whether I was captain or not. Y'all not being focused sometimes. But shout out to you guys. You guys have allowed me to grow as a person. Whether it's just, you know, holding in my anger at times. Showing, like, you know, not allowing myself to burst. Not allowing myself to just go off on people. because. I'll be honest, sometimes you guys ask for it. But yeah, man, just shout out Ming Chuan, you know, for being on the scholarship list. Because without them being an active university on the, you know, ICDF list, more likely they benefit from it as well. But without them being there, I wouldn't have gotten the opportunity to come here, spend the four years, grow as a person, both academically and outside of school as well. I feel like I've grown more outside of it than I have academically and i'm good with that because i've learned how to better interact with people from different backgrounds different countries i've become a more open person to you know just learning about different stuff i've kind of gotten rid of that closed-minded mindset i had back home in a sense so yeah like you know i'm just very much appreciative of this whole opportunity to be here experience a whole new country and it's been a good it's been a good one you know Bad, bad things aside, the good always outweighs the bad. Well, not always, but when it does, that's all that matters. So, yeah. To those of you that know someone that's coming to Taiwan, that just recently got a scholarship because the ICDF list came out not too long ago. If they have any questions, tell them, listen to Planet Josh episode, something with Taiwan episode, something about adjusting to a new country, studying abroad. Or just, you know what, if they're too lazy to do all of that, which I would prefer that they do listen to the pod, you know, tell them to hit me up. I'm always willing and able to answer anyone's questions as best as possible. And whatever I don't know, I'll just probably relay them to someone that can probably answer that question for them. So, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I might not fuck with a lot of Belizeans out here. But if you're genuine and... You know, you just want to reach out for help or, you know, you just have queries or concerns. I'm willing to help in that sense because at the end of the day, I was once that person that had the questions and I had to ask someone too. So, you know, just do what you got to do. Let them know. Listen to the pod. And yeah, thank you guys for listening to me. Just 
be all over the place recapping these four years. It's been a good journey. I might have to start renaming the intro of this podcast because when I got to move out of the dorm, like end of July or thereabout, I'm not going to be in 726 anymore. But at the same time, I should keep it there just for memory's sake. Anyways, guys, don't mind me and this back and forth talking. It's been a journey. It's been a good one. You know, Ming Chuan, it's been real. Even though I must still be living here till July. But yes, it's been real. I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.